Ah, nice. What are we talking about today? Um, Anything? Hang on. Has the podcast started? No. That's good. What are we sponsored by? And now from a word from today's sponsor, Audible. Are you a fan of audiobooks? Are you looking for a suitable platform to listen to audiobooks and digest them? Well, Audible's the platform for you. <laughs> it's not even a good ad for anything. <laughs> um, how do you advertise for Audible? What do you say? G'day. Do you like audiobooks? Well, fuck yeah. How about you pay for them? <laughs> Audible.com. <laughs> well, fuck yeah. Let's make them. Twice as expensive. Yeah. Well, fuck yeah. Do you want all the convenience of reading? Wait, I've wait. I've actually never done Audible before. Haven't you? I've done it. I've done it. All right, here we go. Here's how you advertise for audible.com. Mm. Are you sick and tired of using your brain in a fashion that might educate you and make your life... Wait, no, that doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> Hi, it's me, Andy from Red Ants. Today, I'm here to tell you a little bit about one of our sponsors... Audible.com. <laughs> Are you quite sick of using your brain power to read? Well, good news. There's such a thing as an audiobook. And for just a small fee, a small fucking fee, you too can experience the joy of audiobooks. Audible.com. Nice. It's not even a good ad. <laughs> Today's sponsor from HelloFresh. <laughs> Do you find it inconvenient to have to go to the shops all the time? Well, you're in luck because now you can have your groceries delivered to your door. Get your meal plan and get cracking. It's so easy. Just one, two, three, and you're in. Uh, there's so much cauliflower and lots of mayonnaise. <laughs> HelloFresh now. Cauliflower. It's actually pretty good. I think this is a good way to open the podcast is we pretend we have Fake. like illustrious sponsors, <laughs> but we actually don't. <laughs> yes. Podcasts. <laughs> yes. Yes. Huzzah. Uh, <clears throat> well, it's, uh, it's actually episode eight. We have an episode seven that I wasn't sure yeah. if we were going to release it because uh, it's kind of um, – very freeform and strange, yes. but, but I think we're going to. So now we're on episode eight. I think that's a good plan. It's a very good plan. Um, <clears throat> and the name of the game today is The Gift of Music. Again. Again. Oh, jeez. I like sick it. Sick of not. <laughs> the fucking sick of it. One that I look forward to the most. Is it really? Yeah. It I, is. I always look forward to trying to make up a song. And we've, as we've discussed, we start doing it and then both of us we kind of out. just freak out and turn to shit. Yes. Um, which is why I think it's important to persist. We literally turn to shit. We turn, like... Like actual shit. Like Courtney turns into an Augustus gloop. Yeah, an Augustus gloop poop. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets sucked up a tube, <laughs> chocolate, <laughs> full in a chocolate river, yeah. gets sucked up a tube. Save some room for later. Mm. Do you ever really find out what happened to Augustus Gloop in that film? Uh, Does he come back at the end and he's like, oh, I was, I was actually quite healthy and safe the whole time. It was I'm just an illusion. Sure. I can't remember what happens. Um, 
I do remember the song though. Which one? In the Johnny Depp version. Oh, right. Yeah, I don't think I actually watched that. Augustus Gloop, Augustus Gloop, big fat gritty nincompoop. That's a very... Which is actually from the book. Uh Aha. That's quite rude. It is a bit rude. It's a little bit rude. But I feel like that was Willy Wonka's whole vibe. Yeah, big time. He's like, you know what? Yeah. You were... Well, not only Ew, that, children. he hates like the worst parts of humanity, and he's like, "I'm just going to punch the fuck out of those people in my own chocolate yeah. factory." Where's the Ock health and safety in his uh, factory? I kind of think. Well, this is maybe what I'm getting to, right? Is that um, you know, maybe the Ock health and safety part came in when they decided they were going to suck the fat German child up the tube. <laughs> so they got they got the Oompa Loompas in, and we're like, "How do we do this so it looks like it's really awful, but actually he's quite safe?" And then. He comes yeah. back at the end, but I can't remember if he comes back at the end. So, well, that was the whole th- uh, moral of this story was naughty kids get sucked up uh, a tube. There's consequences for your actions, whereas Charlie Bucket was just a nice boy. You uh, licked the fucking wall, dude. Ca- causing any trouble? Well, he licked the wall. Don't you remember? Did he, he look? He didn't he he look drank, awake. He drank the bubble oh, stuff yeah. that made him float up yeah. in the sky. And his grandpa was like, "Oh fuck!" I'd, they were know. high on bubble <laughs> tea. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Uh, and utterly high on bubble tea. Yeah, that's it. Um, <clears throat> which is not a good segue to talking about. This is completely different. Yeah, but that's all right. <laughs> what are we known for? Awkward segues. Awkward segues. And this is one. So this week you gave me a fucking gem, I Yay, reckon. Yay, I'm so glad. Yeah, it's such a gem. I can't wait to give you one that you will absolutely find horrendous. Well, it's already happened, I'm pretty oh, sure. yeah. Was that the Joanna Wang one? No, nah, I really like the Joanna Wang one. Wait, no, I gave you one that was horrendous. You haven't really given me a bad one yet. Haven't I? No. Nah. Well... Yeah, you've only given me pretty good ones. And then, um, yeah, then I gave you the tool one. And I was like, Courtney's going to love this. Next minute. Oh, so wrong. I feel so bad for dissing tool so hard. <laughs> but <laughs> look, all i got to say to you is um, uh, they're coming for you, the tool fans. Oh, my God. Gonna, <laughs> no, they're not. They're going to come at me in my sleep. <laughs> it's when they, when they, they get to you, man, because like, they don't even need to be there physically because all they need to do is open their third eye. And they just get into your fucking dream. Oh, my God. It's going to happen. Yeah. And then you're just going to hear from the distance like, some say the end is near. Some (laughs) say you'll see Armageddon soon. And you'll be like, fuck, is that that anima? Holy fuck. (laughs) There must be a tool fan in my subconscious. It's like Freddy Krueger. They're all like Freddy Krueger. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm really freaked out. <laughs> oh no, shit! No, it's not true. I'm just I'm being yeah. silly, being really nah, silly. Anyway, that was last. I am low key freaked out, but no, I know I understand. It's it's difficult to deal with the tool fans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, dude, it should right, have taken. You're a tool fan. Yeah, I am. I am. But that's why I have license to be like it's fucking it's wild shit. <laughs> but actually, no. Like, okay, just to summarize that before we move on to actually having an episode of a podcast. Yeah. Um. Legit, that was probably the best analogy for tool that I've ever heard. Like, it's like drinking a beer and thinking I kind of like the beer, but actually I don't. And really, what I want is a GNT, but I'm just pretending I like beer. Yeah. It's a really good analogy for that tool. That was kind of my entire <laughs> early 
Adulthood. Yeah. After school, I was like, yum, beer, one of the boys. And now I'm like, actually, I don't care. I'm going to have a gin. <laughs> I love gin and tonic. Um, so that's tool. That's tool. That's tool for you. Um, that's tool for you. So, I um, want to be one of the boys. One of the boys. Anymore. Down with the boys. All right, mate. Well, this week... I actually gave you an album that I hadn't listened to but I was very excited about listening to. Then I did listen to it so we could talk about it and it was Plastic Bouquet which yes. is by Casey and Clayton, a New Zealand folk slash country duo. Yes. And then, of course, Marlon Williams, the most 50s croony beautiful man from New Zealand mm-hmm. as well who I very much like quite a bit. Yes. Um, and then you gave to me um, a Fiona Apple album for, uh, called The Idler Wheel is Wiser Than the Driver of the Screw and Whipping Chords Will Serve You More Than Ropes Will Ever Do. Mm-hmm. It's quite an album title. Yeah, she often has those album titles. Mm. It's pretty cool though. Yeah. So, yeah, I think um, I really enjoyed it. But who wants to go first? Do you want to actually maybe tell me uh, – I'm interested about that album, the Fiona Apple one, uh-huh. and how often you've listened to it and how influential it is for you. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, so I've been – it's kind of very rare for me to listen to an album and then immediately go back and listen to it again. And mm. again and again. Mm. And that's what this album was because I felt yeah. like each time I was unveiling another layer that was super interesting. And, yeah. Um, Which is funny because there's like fuck all to the arrangements when it yeah. comes to like, you know, things that she's packed in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of had, I guess I had the same experience. I would listen to that album again. Like it mm-hmm. was just um, one of the most listenable albums I've, I've ever heard, I think. It was yes. just so good. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, I think, I think I love it so much because, uh, just her songwriting is so. Uh, it's written in a way that, um, you're just kind of clinging on to every word, mm. um, that she's saying, and, um, you don't want to, um doze off or anything because you're afraid you're going to miss out on some Mm. important piece of lyrical content Mm. or something. Um, She's just a really interesting artist. Yeah. And, um, yeah, her arrangements are really cool. It's super industrial kind of, a little bit industrial, Mm. especially her most recent album, Mm. um, Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Yeah, I had... I think when that album came out, I'd kind of had an earmark that I needed to check it out and I just haven't checked it out yet yeah. because um, I heard that and I actually thought the album, this album, um, The Idler Wheel, we'll call it, I suppose, um, was the album that I'd kind of read about where it's like mostly like there's some field recordings and stuff in there and there's yeah. a whole bunch of um, like the a lot of the rhythm Mm-hmm. stuff is unconventionally recorded. It's not all drums. Some mm. of it's like her scraping her feet on the ground and stuff. Yes. Which is kind of cool. Yes, I um, loved that. Yeah, I like that too. Okay. It really stood out. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like 
and I've got some thoughts about all that stuff as well. So that's cool. So you've listened to it like heaps. Uh, recently, yes. Oh yeah, okay, right. Uh, and, and when did you first listen to it? Um, probably about maybe a year or two ago. Oh yeah, cool. When I first started getting into Fiona Apple's music, um, I think she definitely has a theme kind of around the content of her songs. Yeah. Um, mostly. Uh, like toxic relationships. Yeah, it just seems um, like self not reflective, mm. um, self-deprecative kind of yeah sort I, of vibes. I as really well. love that as well. Like it's a super, it's super honest. It is honest. It's yeah. super super honest, and it's like picking apart her dynamics with other people, um, and sometimes blaming them very clearly, and then sometimes blaming herself. Yeah, but it's like she's getting, you know, she's summing up whatever those relationships were with a yeah. lot of clarity in the song. And it's like, yeah, like the lyrics are so good because there's no, it's not really using metaphors, um, just telling stories. Yes, yeah, she is, yeah. definitely. Um, there's one song uh, on the album uh, kind of uh, comparing a particular love interest mm. uh, with... Like a werewolf mm. or a shark or something. Yeah, I remember it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, I don't want to, pretty much says I don't want to compare like, you to a shark. She's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, yeah, you'll eat me up, but also it's my fault for kind of instigating yeah. to like letting you uh, in to be mm. able to do that. So mm. I like that about that song where it's kind of being aware of that person being toxic for you, but also realising the toxicity in yourself. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's super cool. Mm. Um, the first song, oh, uh, have you seen the video clip for it? No, nah, no. Nah. Um, every Single Night, really good song. Um, super, it's very unsettling because it has this really simple kind of piano um, chords happening. Um it's it's kind of starts off kind of really childlike with like the it's not like a xylophone what is it it's something a glock a glock glockenspiel <laughs> um but um i love that song it's mostly about anxiety and how it, what it feels like to it's like illustrating what's happening mm. like within mm. like internally um um and it was just a super good representation of, of what it feels like. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I just love her. I just love that she's able to um, to illustrate those things in such a visual mm. way. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. Amazing person, uh, amazing musician, creative yep. human being, good vibes. Yes, yeah, super, super good vibes. Yeah. I uh, just kind of agree with everything there. I, I really, I really did like it quite a bit. I, I've only listened to it once and kind of thought, yeah, there's like, like I, I keep thinking this is just so listenable. Like there's something about the way she mm-hmm. writes songs where it's not really trying to hook you in mm-hmm. and it's of a quality that you can just enjoy it. The melodies yeah. are really interesting and nice and um, the way that she yeah very interesting melodies yeah yeah they they really are and I think like she doesn't have too many limits on 
how she's exploring um, like her chord progressions and there's some stuff there that like is jarring but she's just obviously a great writer and has managed to fit it in yes. and work with melody and just an incredible vocalist as well. Yes, and like most of the, the stuff I've heard from Fiona Apple, and this is why I wanted to kind of go back and listen to some of her stuff yeah. um, even before you recommended it was um, I've only ever really known her from that um, all I need is a good defense feeling yeah, yeah. like, yeah. So for me that's like a pretty poppy basic kind of song and I, I figured that there was more depth to what she does mm. um, and it's I just thought it was super cool listening to her um, experiment with ways of singing that would sound quite aggressive and quite yes. like raw and just she's just fucking great yeah, yeah she's super gravelly but then she like uh, I love how she uses her voice to emphasise mm. the point she's making like mm. um She's kind of using every aspect of her voice and like mm. the instrumental mm. um, track to really create a vibe mm. for you. Mm. Um, and yeah, she's one of those artists that she's, yeah, she keeps getting better. Every mm. album is just like amazing. Mm. It's better than the next. And you can tell her songwriting is continuing to just. <sighs> just um, become even more mm. um, confronting and... Yeah. Do you know what, do you know what I reckon? Yeah. It's like, and I had this thought when I was listening to it as well, like it's like she's sinking deeper into her artistry mm-hmm. as opposed to trying to please anyone else. Yes. Um, and so it is, it's even reflected in the way it sounds because a lot of it just sounds like really good home recordings. Mm-hmm. Um with a really like good high production value, but Definitely. it's a lot of it's quite sparse and underproduced. Well, it's not really underproduced, but it's like doesn't have heaps in the arrangement or the yeah. orchestration or anything like that. Yeah. There were some dope songs. I had to take notes because oh. Um, oh my gosh, I know because I was um, listening to it for the first time. But definitely, I think my favorite song is "Left Alone." Okay. Um, which is the one with – it's probably the most song-like song on there. It's got a really wicked uh, rhythm. It's like a jazzy-sounding song. Yeah. Um, and I've just really loved the – well, the melody in it was really amazing, but just the overall lyrical content. I think that was a song where she's really picking apart um, relationships, but also she's kind of like, well, how can I expect other people to love me? if I'm really just telling everyone that I don't want to be bothered. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Which is super like, yeah, I don't know. That was the, that was probably the moment while I was listening to it where I was like, you know what, I can, I just think this is so relatable because yeah. it's so clear. There's something Definitely. so clear about the way she's writing. Definitely. Um, and the other song that kind of stood out was the one before it uh, called Jonathan where it sounds like there's all this industrial kind of clanking going yes. on in the background, but I think it's a drummer making some noises, but it sounds more mechanical. And um, like the content of the song about, I think it was like going to Coney Island or something like that with the sound, it just instantly took me visually to a place Uh in my head. And it was, um, that was like throughout most of it, that's what I found is that, and I think maybe this may be just for me personally, but when I listen to really good music, um, I get really strong visuals as well. When, I, when it's good, and most music that I really like, it's because I've got images from what I'm listening to and it's reminding me of something really strongly. 
And so, yeah, it was cool listening to a lot of the songs off this and just mm-hmm. going, ah, like it's actually transporting me a little bit um, and I can mm. sink really deeply into it and that's what I really liked about it. Definitely. Yeah. So I, I give it um, – uh, I think this requires – Jeez, I don't know. I was trying to think, like, what would you drink to listen to Fiona Apple? I feel like you need a sore throat. You think so? just not even any liquid. You need to have a butter menthol. Because you need to feel an ounce of pain uh, while you're listening to it. Uh, I'm going to go with, even though I don't relate to this personally, I give it one Bloody Mary with a massive hangover. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Out of no Bloody Marys gets one. Just one. one Bloody Mary. But I feel like if you're listening to it, it needs something with a bit of spritz, you know. It's like mm-hmm. pretty um, – it's just so enjoyable to listen to. I don't know. Yeah. Like it's – I think it's kind of rare. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what do you think of the song um, that I'm a hot life, I'm a hot life. I'm yeah, hot I was life, thinking a lot about it actually because it's <laughs> like it came on and I was like, oh, this is really produced. Like it's yeah. crazy. It's pretty much just made of her voice. Yeah. Uh, for the most part. Um, yeah, it's super cool. Yeah, I think I was thinking about it going, yeah, this is a hard kind of song to um, orchestrate and record and get right and still have sound good. Yeah. Um, so just, I think it just speaks to how good she is. But um, yes. actually I, I was thinking that's probably where Kimbra gets some of her influence from as well. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because I found like uh, that was the song where I was oh, actually, you know what, I could see Kimbra probably has heard this is maybe borrowed from it. Oh, a fraction. that song. Um, I want to be, down, I want to settle, settle down. Exactly. Settle yeah, that's exactly what um, I thought. Yeah, probably. But Kimbra wrote that song when she was like 12 or something, so. Yeah. Probably... Maybe just the production was a bit Fiona Apple inspired, but yeah. yeah anyway, I, I like that chanty sort of stuff. Yeah, um, and that's very. It rolls over into the next album, uh, the most recent one. Mm. That chanty kind of oh, industrial. Yeah. That's the one I'm gonna listen really, to. Mm. Um, funky um, rhythms made by just like random shit just lying around. Mm. Um, yeah. Super cool vibes. I like the Super song. Super mega cool that, vibe. Um, it, that song is so unsettling, the hot knife one, mm. because it's kind of like portrayed in a way that it's like kind of a love song, but it's like intense. It's a bit lusty. It's like an intense love and a bit an intense like an obsession. infatuation yeah. with someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah and totally. And it's freaky. And it just gets more so and more like, crazy as it goes. Yeah. yeah. And you can tell in her voice it's like she's almost um, – you can set, you can feel like the insanity kind of like <laughs> in her voice where she's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. It's really um, – it's a bit freaky, that one. Yeah. But I love it so much. That's it. Well, one Bloody Mary. And after after a lot of um, after a night out where everything went really weirdly, and you don't know why, yeah. and you're super hungover, and you need to have a bloody mary and reflect on your um, innate inability to yeah. um, relate to and interact with other people, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's the review. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Cool beans. <laughs>
cool beans. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I did. Thank you for the I gift. I promise to give you one that you'll hate. Okay. I don't know why though because it's, it's actually better to give each other stuff that we like, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> I would like like to listen to really good music. But actually, you know, if you've just got one you want to torture me with. Actually, I have one for you. I don't know if you've listened to it yet, but um, I'm going to give it to you next time. Cool. So. <coughs> time for an Jeez. intermission. Jeez, oh my God. Suspense. Have you been contemplating the future? Are your loved ones dying at an alarming rate? Well... Good news. In human society, we celebrate death with a funeral. Today, funerals are half price. Visit funerals.com.au and use the code RADANTS. Death, 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 death. And number seven. <laughs> Make it a funky yeah. funeral. Did your loved one perish? Well, use God's number, seven. Three, three, three. Ah, welcome to the heavenly gates. Everyone's here. Except you. Except Get you. Fucked. <laughs> Rude. Okay. okay. <clears throat> Full ad. Here it is. Did you recently perish in a tragic accident <laughs> or a benign gathering of loved ones standing over your deathbed? To us, it doesn't matter. Our main priority is how you lived your life. Hi, my name is St. Peter, and I'm here with... God. God is scary as fuck, just saying. <laughs> we're not here to judge. In fact, we're here to evaluate your life. All of the things you might have done right, and definitely all the things you did wrong. And don't worry, none of this is designed to judge you at all. It is. In fact, we're just trying to assess whether you're suitable for heaven. You're not. So, Courtney, I gave you a gift, and it's called Plastic Bouquet. It was pretty, uh, very floral. Makes sense. Yeah, it's kind of a good name for it, I think. It was a good name. Yeah. Um, it was um, just generally really sweet. I mm. think the way I would describe it is um, uh, croony, uh, folk. Country alternative uh, vibes. Yeah, yeah. Singer songwriter. Yeah. Crooner. Mm. Yeah, which is a style that's very popular currently. I think it is. That kind of singer songwriter, croony, mm. blue eyed, croony. Hey, thing. hey, that's it's kind me. of like Ju- Julia Jacqueline. Yeah, oh, just um, so super good. It is a thing, isn't it? And it's like, you know, it's funny. I think um, like a few years ago it was kind of, I think, hard to find artists that were really good at nailing those kind of vocal styles that were really big in the, the 60s and 70s yeah. um, and doing it like super well. 
and yeah. like genuinely having the same quality yeah. of voice as those artists. But yes. now there's like plenty of people that are it's really like good really, at it. Um, timeless. Mm. Hey. Quality to the voice. Hey, really it's nice. me. Um, I love the the dynamic of those those mm. two vocalists together. Yeah. Especially. Uh, it was very lovely, very fun time. I've only listened to it like twice. Yeah, that's more than me. I've only oh, listened okay, to it once. Yeah. So you already know more than I do. <laughs> um, yeah, and Marlon Williams um, I think is just extremely special. Mm. Um, yeah, I heard a song called The Ballad of Minnie Dean, mm-hmm. Minnie Dean which is like um, – I think it's a – I don't know if it's an old folk song that they just did a version of for his album because he was on – had some album and it was a collaboration, um, him and another band, I think. Um, and so I don't think he was prevalent on all of the tracks but I remember hearing that and just going like, holy shit, like his voice is just aspirational. Like it's just mm. amazing, like the um, the depth to it yeah. and his like how – Beautifully soft it is. Yes. And um, how throaty. Kind of oh. gave me uh, very reminiscent of like Elvis Presley a little bit, mm-hmm. kind of, but definitely those 50s yeah. crooner dudes. Like Roy Orbison-esque. Yeah. Yeah. Which was really lovely. Um, I loved it too. I liked the – there was a mix of different kind of styles happening, but – Definitely, like, mm. a bit country. Mm. Yeah, big time. Um, yeah, and, like, it was cool. It's kind of like country. Um, so I, I have a couple of thoughts, but I suppose you've got a – you're the, the one who was gifted, so I'm more interested to hear what you think. <laughs> you were the gifty. I'm so gifted. You are gifted. Uh, no, yeah, I was gifted, yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, it was nice to – it's a nice kind of – easy background kind of listen. I mm. liked that it was a uh, pretty kind of short, sharp and shiny yeah. album. Um, and, uh, yeah, just um, very songwrity. Mm, it was, hey. Um, we were saying this slightly before. Um, yeah. Which we do that, I suppose, have conversations before we do the podcast and <laughs> yeah. um, more or less have a podcast pre-podcast. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it was. there's no fat. Like there's no winding sections. There's no yes. liberties taken. It's like the songs are songs. So they're really well structured yeah, and, very, very well and, structured. and super tight. Yeah. Um, I, I really uh, – like I, I think the first half is really amazing and there was a couple of songs on it that stood out, like the one about um, – I thought it was. I actually laughed. I thought it was hilarious about um, not wanting to dance with the dude. You know oh that yeah, song? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, "Why won't you dance with me?" Just like this, oh. just like an old. It's like a neckbeard tale. It's like a simp. <laughs> it's like a simpin. The story. tale of of an incel. Yeah, it was an incel's tale. The origin story. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. <laughs> yeah. A tale of the incel. The origin. Yeah, big time. Villain origin story. Yeah. No, true. um, I found it to be very dreamlike. Yeah. Like just super dreamy and reverby and mm. nice and um, yeah, I definitely compared it to like Julia Jacqueline quite mm. a lot. Just like that dreamy sort of like borderline country kind of mm. really like hometowny kind of vibes. Mm. 
Um, I liked the country songs because um, they were very reminiscent of um, just like classic old school country, none mm. of that pop shit. Mm. Um, yeah, it had a like really did have that like, like 70s a country. And June kind of vibe, yeah. Yeah, it, it was, was beautiful. Really cool. I love um, that too. I, like, I think the first five or six songs all have that that vibe and it's like really classic, yeah. classic country, like really beautiful and um, yes. thoughtful. The duets were nice. Yeah, I thought they were really beautiful too. Yeah. yeah good vibes. Yeah. Yeah, it was very short. Like yeah. I felt like um, just when I started kind of getting into the album, it like ended and then I had to go back and listen to it again mm. and whatever because um, I felt like it wasn't over yet. I was mm. like, hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. It yeah, got the end, nice. did get to the end quick, and um, mm. yeah, the, you know it's the last track because there's a bit of talking and shit before mm. before going. Oh, sorry, I laughed. I thought <laughs> 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 oh, that was really cute. That is cute. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cute. Um, there's yeah, like uh, there's one song. It might actually be the the first song. I think is one of the best songs mm. on there. I thought it was really amazing. Mm. Um, I liked everything about it. Like this is the plucky guitar was really good in that song. Yes. And um, the overall, like, I love that theme of, like, so I suppose that song's kind of about, like, I don't know, it really conjured up a lot of imagery for me, that first track. Yeah, Where, yeah. you know, it was about communicating back to your mother that um, your children are gone. But it mm. was more or less, like, had that real old-timey sense of, I suppose, before modern society, you know, where if you move somewhere, you didn't really have telephones and shit. Mm. Um, so you would, you were kind of just gone. You're in another place. Yeah. Um, it had a real grandness about it. Yeah. And, um, all of the production really matched the theme. Definitely. It was beautiful. Kind of made me want to just, um, roam around on horseback, <laughs> just on, out on the prairie. Yeah. Yeah. Legit. Um, Yeah. You know, one of the songs that... At Sunset. Yeah, At Sunset. Yeah. True. That's the vibe. <laughs> yeah. It, it definitely, yeah. There's a song about... Um, I can't remember what the line is. It's something like, why did God invent rocks or... Uh, <laughs> and it was about... Can um really pick up on that? No, that's all right. It was, it was about an appreciation of the landscape, oh, yeah. you know. And knowing these guys are from New Zealand, I was kind of like, mm. oh, yeah, that's like a... You know, if given that the genre, I wouldn't say is like, I suppose that type of music is really popular over there. But um, when I think about that style of music, I more think like America, mm, definitely, and like you know, um, I don't know. Actually, don't know where in America. I suppose like the South, like Texas and yeah. whatnot. Um, but yeah, like I just imagine them writing it and being quite nostalgic about their own homeland, and yes. but just having that other genre. Yes. Yeah, mm, it was, it was really, really good. beautiful. Yeah, um, very I loved dreamy, it. very sweet. Cool. Um, I would give it one single glass of wine because uh, that's how long it would take you to drink the glass of wine to listen to the album. To get through it, you know what? I what else I would give it? Same amount of time. Like a glass of wine enjoyed with like a single loaf of bread and a basic lamb stew. Oh my god! Because I just feel like. The thing I think of when I was listening to it is someone just in a log cabin with just some real basic... A fire crackling. Yeah, fire crackling. It's kind of dark. There's like a kettle on the fire. Yeah. It's like that scene out of the, um, the There Will Be Blood. Have you seen that film? No. Oh, buddy. 
Anyway, that's okay. But yeah, <laughs> it's um, yeah. yeah, it's old timey and it's good. Oh, I have another like album. Feeding the chickens, you know, all that stuff. Dude, I have a gift for you. Oh shit! It's called "The Trials of Van Occupantha," and it's by a band called Midlake. Have you heard of those guys? No. Okay, that is my gift to you for next time. Okay. I'm going to give you Cheek Face. Yeah. Uh, Therapy Island. Fuck yeah. I think I've shown you them before. Cheek Face. It Cheek rings a bell. Face. Yeah, Actually, you might have, but I'm not, I haven't listened to it, so yeah. It's pretty whack. Yeah, right. You know, I, in a good way. I was going to gift you some Ween. Have you listened to Ween before? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> well, I was going to, and then I started listening to it again, and I was like... I don't know if this is worth gifting to someone. Definitely gift it to me. <laughs> right, I'll gift it to you. There's some ridiculous shit in uh, Wayne's back catalogue. Cool. Um, they're pretty cool. Well, that was uh, that was it. We're kind of done with right. uh, this episode. And I'd just like to say to all of you people out there, um, thanks for listening to the podcast. Thank you. We love you so much. <laughs> oh, my God. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. And uh, smash, smash that like it. button. Oh, not even ironically. Hit please like bell us. bell for notifications. Please, please like us. We love you um, so much. I'm actually not feeling very good. Could you please smash the like button? Please, guys. Please. Yes, please. Please. We need to get to 300 subscribers. We're not finishing this podcast until we're up to... 8,000 subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be here a long fucking time. No, we don't worry about nah, any of that stuff. You know what? A true measure of success is the fact that we rocked up and did a fucking podcast. We actually did. We actually, we actually succeeded at something. We succeed at stuff. In life. <laughs> <laughs> you and I are quite good and productive at things. Yeah. 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 But you know what? Especially podcasts. Yep. Fuckers. Don't even we're doubt. Even, we love podcasts so much we're going to start another one. <laughs> oh, shit. Can it be a podcast about this podcast? Yes. It's like a commentary. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. A that's, review. That's actually kind of good. Like we review. Okay. Next. Okay. Oh. There's going to be a bonus for this uh, episode. We're going to review our own podcast. Yeah. All right. We'll be back. It's going to be cringe. I already cringe every time I listen back. Well, let's talk about that in the uh, bonus. All right, bye. All right, see ya.